Welcome to the Bad Movie Fiend Spoilcast. This episode tackles robots, iron, men, and Scarlett Johansson in spandex. Opening weekend, we're in. All right, and welcome to the Bathcast. Hey, Spoilcast. Spoilcast edition. Episode three. Yes. We're going to wreck this movie. So we're going to talk a little bit about this weekend. Ferris Gentleman the Second. Yes. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. Big movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big movie. Electric Starkaloo. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, we know you've all seen it, so. Right. You because if well you haven't, this. you're, well, what's wrong with you? What's yeah. wrong with you? Why do you hate America? You know who doesn't hate America? Us. Tony Stark. Us. And Tony Stark. Tony Stark. So, so. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Uh, I'm the Beach. And if you uh, are seeing this and you didn't see episode 43, uh, it's there. So make sure to check that out, too. Yeah, we're going to release this pretty close succession to the other one. So if you're hearing us say this right now and you don't necessarily want us to spoil Iron Man... Go back to uh, episode 43 where we talk about Arena and do our normal thing. Right. Where we'll spoil more much, much older movies. And yes. then, no, honestly, there are spoilers here. So yes. wait until you've seen the movie to listen to this one. If or you if you just don't movie. care, or if then you, listen. Yeah. And if you don't care about Iron Man, What's you must wrong? not care yeah. about movies. Yeah. Or America. Exactly. Or America. Or what we say on a weekly basis. Right. Because we talk about All comic above. books a lot and movies based on thereof. So, right. um, so let's let's I mean, let's get into the gonna, nuts. Of are this. we going to do a plot summary? Because I mean, it's Iron mm. Man Part Two. Um, Iron Man wrecks some shit. Yeah, some people try to out Iron Man, Iron Man, and he wrecks their shit. Pretty much, yeah. The end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a direct continuation of the first one. Uh, the basic plot here is that there is a new character involved in Whiplash, which is uh, which they never really call him that. No, they don't actually. He's just, what is it, no. Vanko? Yeah, Ivan Vanko. Vanko, yeah. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is Mickey Rourke's character. Um, and apparently he was, uh, his father was basically one of the co-creators of the original uh, reactor, reactor thing, thing mm-hmm. that Iron Man uses. And uh, he feels like he got betrayed and did, didn't get credit, or at least his dad which didn't. Which he kind of, he has a point That's kind of exactly what happened. <laughs> He's got a little bit of a point there. But, you know, I guess they, they tried to lay that, hey, it's cool that, um, what was his dad's name? Uh, Howard, Stark. Howard Stark. Howard Stark. You know, kind of was still a good guy, and uh, this guy was out. You know, his the Vanko guy was out for money and, and not Tom. doing it. Yeah, doing yeah. It he just right wanted reasons. to sell it yeah. to the top, to highest bidder. Right. He was so. being a dick, so uh, he didn't want to yeah. create a brave new world like Howard Stark did. Exactly. He right. just want he them wanted to the show money. him the money. Show him some money. Show me the money. We know you've got the money, Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> we believe in nothing but the money. But, uh, so, yeah, he vows, you know, I guess he's going to get revenge or something after his mm-hmm. dad uh, kicks it in yeah. the most uh, Russian fashion possible. Drunk on vodka? Yeah, well, yep. yeah, drunk in a hole, basically. Mm. Okay. And watching Tony Stark declare himself Iron Man on the TV. Right. Live. Yeah, so it pretty much picks up at the very, very end of the first movie mm-hmm. right there, and mm-hmm. we go from there. And then, bam, six months later. Yeah. Yeah. I think he kind of out Tony Stark's Tony Stark. Almost, who at a point there? Who does? Um, Tony Stark. Oh, in this movie. Okay, I think he kicked, kind of kicked it up a notch for a while there. 
to be more Tony Stark than yeah. before. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's kind of he kind of gets what's coming to him. Pretty yeah, much, he does. You know, because he's he's in super douche mode mm-hmm. in the beginning. Because he's cocky, but he's like ultra cocky. Yeah. Well, he also Here. they introduced this side Fuck plot you, that um, an that basically uh, a side uh, bar of his of this reactor thing is that the metal that powers it is actually poisoning his his blood system mm-hmm. and the palladium. Yeah, palladium. Um, so he he has this in his mind. Like, not only is he on top of the world and, and cocky and everything, but you know he thinks he has a limited lifespan and he's just kind of going balls out crazy mm-hmm. at this point because he can't find a cure and he, he figures fuck it you know mm-hmm. do everything that i want to do it's my hot iron man body and i'll do what i want yes and so yeah. he kind of does it yeah pretty much but um yeah so from there where do we want to go um <laughs> this movie was freaking awesome yeah yeah um i, I will d- say that my the, my initial response coming out of it was that was well worth the 14 dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah we did the uh the imax you know, not 3D because it's not 3D, but yeah. um, you know, we did the shiny IMAX digital theater experience. So um, it was totally worth loud it. Yes. IMAX yes. theater. That's the best thing about the. I think about the IMAX. Well, that's that's the main reason I go. Is like it's uh, just thunderous. Yeah, the IMAX theater is like the. It's like the Blu-ray of the theater. Pretty it, much. It, it's it's super crisp and clean, and you know, and it's digital. So you know, if you go day one or day forty-seven, it's going to look the same, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you know, the sound is just kicking. Yeah, and the sound did make a difference because a lot of off-screen rumblings. You know, when yeah. Iron Man arrives or somebody else arrives, you know, you usually usually it. it's everyone looks up to the skies and you're like, oh, I guess they're waiting for something. This one, you feel it before they even start to look to the right. skies, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the the sound, yeah, just, I don't know if they, I guess they they have, you know, the uber-powerful sound system, but it's like, it's comparing your your AMC Pacer stock AM radio mm-hmm. to, you know, like a pimped-out Escalade. That's what, the, your normal theater <laughs> is the, the Pacer, <laughs> okay. and the IMAX yeah. theater is the Escalade with the system in it, and it, mm-hmm. it's... Fair enough. It's way, I think it's way more than it... Yeah, needs to be, but it, it it's so effective. But there's also the fact that if the movie's not good, the movie still sucks. Even it's in just louder. super shiny, well, loud yeah. awesomeness. And this did not suck at all. No, I would really, I would put this right on par with the first one. Mm-hmm. There are some things I think it doesn't do as well, but there are other things I think it does better. Exactly, that's exactly how I feel. The uh, do we want to talk a broader? our likes and dislikes about certain aspects or do we um, want to just do our normal go through the plot and then talk well, about it? Well, let's, let's talk about what we liked and didn't like. Okay. Because, uh, I mean, I was one who said Don Cheadle, awesome. Yes. Better than Terrence Howard. I'm kind of... in my book. Acting-wise, yes. Presence-wise, not as much. Because Terrence Howard's a big dude. Yeah. Don Cheadle is not a big dude. Right. So there is a distinct difference between the two of them just in just in size on the screen and stature that makes a difference to me. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, it, but, but with that said, I like Don Cheadle better. Yeah. I mean, there's, I'm glad they resisted the joke to make a joke there about what about him not being, yeah. Just, Hey, you're looking kind of different. You're feeling all right. You know, some kind of joke yeah. there, you know? Yeah. They, I, I like that. They just glossed over it and they're yeah. just like, all right. They had their little moment there. Cause there was a point where, when you're first introduced to him, it's in that, you know, the courtroom or the the Senate hearing that you see in a lot of the trailers. Mm-hmm. And they have a little sidebar where it's just the two of them talking and he could have mumbled something that wouldn't have been 
too out of context of the movie, but no, they but, didn't do it. But they didn't need to. No. No. But Definitely. yeah, he's he's in it a lot more than you expect. Well, yeah. You know, and then obviously becomes War, war Machine. The War Machine. The yeah. And I do like the way that the the sequence of events played out for that to happen. Yeah. Because it's, it's not like it's just like Tony Stark says, hey, I need a buddy. Right. Here's a suit. No, they actually like work it in in a very organic way. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that he kind of lets him. He's like, all right, fine. You can take yeah. that. Go ahead. All right, cool. Yeah, but he, he was... Well, he, at that point, he thinks he's... I think he's... Thinks he's still dying, so he kind of just like, all right, well, yeah, shit, Don Cheadle's cool. We'll let him, let him hang out. Yeah, and they do explain how he gets the suit, but I guess when we get to plot stuff, we'll talk more about that. But yeah, but yeah, Mickey Rourke, man, it's still, it still, it boggles my mind that he's the same dude from the early eighties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he's just like such a different creature now. But he was, he was pretty awesome. But he's one of those things I felt was a little underused. Um, maybe. Um, you know, I don't know. It. I, I I think it kind of was effective. I mean, I think I've, I've likened it to that. It's like the Billy from Predator thing. I think like he was almost cooler, not saying much and not being mm-hmm. there too much. Right. And, yeah. and and it's and it's kind of neat that like he had this agenda the whole time, and it only plays out at the end. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. So I I think it was kind of effective. In yeah, that. but I mean, he makes a pretty awesome intro when. You know, in the scene that they've shown right. in the trailers when he, you know, slices the race car in half. And, yeah. you know, that's that's one of the better scenes in the movie by far. Yeah, that, that was but then really from, well played out. Yeah, but from there, he's kind of just like... Soldering. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like, that's he's solderizing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, I kind of like that about him. I, mean, I like that, like, you know, he's just kind of speaking in Russian mostly to Sam Rockwell, who doesn't mm-hmm. speak Russian and, you know, gets me with my bird, you know, just, you yeah. know doesn't say a lot you know but yeah he's, he's he doesn't he awesome. doesn't tip his hand you know mm-hmm. he's just like yeah. yes whatever fuck you uh, <laughs> i'm doing this how mm-hmm. do you say fuck you <laughs> yeah um but i did i was kind of expecting longer fight sequences between you know iron man and whiplash yeah whiplash but uh you know, you're definitely not going to be disappointed by the action in this movie no no it's fun well done mm-hmm and then there's Scarlett Johansson. Oh, uh, yes. Can't get enough. Yeah. Can't now get her enough of your love, baby. Definitely underused. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, we and that's not just because she's Scarlett Johansson. Right. And once they get her in the leather spandex get up. I'm going to need a moment here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. Yeah. yeah. Everyone went to their bunk. Yeah. Um, I mean, that scene, though, I mean, when she's flipping around kicking, kicking ass. asses, is just awesome. Fun. Yeah. Very fun. Yes. And of course, we have Samuel Samuel L. Jackson and Scarlett Johansson reunited on in a the comic silver book screen movie. in a comic book movie together yeah. that doesn't suck massive donkey <laughs> balls. Right? Yeah, they, the it's that significantly better than the spirit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Though, though Sam L. I don't know about that. I, I just think he slipped way too much into Samuel L. mode. Kind of, which to me, like no, you know, knowing Nick Fury from, and I don't know from the comics and Nick that Fury sort of stuff, stuff, it seemed a little bit too much. Samuel L. just doing the "I'm gonna shout at you" thing. <laughs> That's just the way I talk. Yeah, as opposed to you know, like actually kind of playing the character. Right. He kind of played Samuel L. Jackson with an eye patch on, which to me that. But he's if not. You're he, hiring Samuel L. Jackson. Then yeah, you're I get, guess it's not his fault though. I mean, yeah. they but painted, I mean, they painted him into a corner by. <laughs> making the character look exactly like Samuel L. Jackson yeah. in the Ultimates, so 
Mm-hmm. You do a fan disservice by not just go ahead and casting him in that role. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And he's not in the movie that much, no, so it's not no. a big deal. Yeah. But he's, I mean, I he's the he, weakling. I thought he was okay, you know, but I guess you, you're probably right. He, he, probably he, does, he, he needed to be a little bit more Mace Windu, though, like low-key Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. You know, just tone it down a little bit. Because you want to talk about somebody who plays cards close to the chest, and that's Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. I mean, he always has an end game, but never lets you know what it is. Yeah. Not even, like, to his top guys, you know. But, you know, that, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But Sam Rockwell, oh, in yeah. the movie, much more than I thought he would be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's basically the main bad guy. More or less, I mean, yeah. He's, yeah, he's I mean, the you face. Think, yeah. You think Vanko like is going to be yeah. the main bad guy, but it's really Sam Rockwell. Well, he's not He's not necessarily, like, the bad guy. You know, he kind of plays a, a well, dark shade of gray. Well, he's kind of like the... I don't know about that. He's like a foil, you know? Yeah. Well, well he's kind of like the the Christopher Walken in Batman Returns type guy where he's yeah. not, he's like the guy pulling the strings, but yeah. he's not but like he's the not main really. presence <laughs> yeah. you see. Yeah. Well, he's not, I mean, he's not trying to, trying to become big evil, big super evil guy. He's just mm-hmm. trying to bust Tony Stark down and take his business. Yeah. You know, he wants to take business away from Tony Stark because he thinks, you know, he's a douchebag and, you know, rightly so, but he, he's, <laughs> he's our douchebag. He's kind of justified in it, yeah. but. He's America's douchebag. Um, but uh, you know, a great performance out of of out course. Of him. I mean, yeah. I didn't yeah. expect bad, but yeah, he just he he hits the right level of sliminess. Yes, yeah. about him. But he also like it's it's just it's great the scene where he decide where he threatens Vanko because it's oh, like God. he's kind of cheesy and you, and it's like you can tell he's not comfortable right threatening him, but he knows he's got to do it anyway, kind of thing. Right. And I don't know, it's one of those things Do that... Do you feel bad? Yeah, it's like, it's... That's what you get when you get a guy like Sam Rockwell doing it, is you get all those levels that you can... You can it's tell subtlety. they're there, yeah. whereas somebody with less talent would just threaten yeah. him and storm out the door. I think that, I think that's what's so fun about his performance, though, is it's like... It's like he wants to be Tony Stark, but he's not comfortable in his own skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he feels like he has to play this role of, of hotshot playboy... And he's just not good at doing it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and it just it comes to a head when when he's on stage and yeah, he does doing his little, his little dance. dance. He's doing the Tony Stark yeah. thing. I mean, it's just it's it's just pretty funny. Yeah, and I love how he mumbles stuff under his breath too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, get that out of here. You know, like with the podium, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like you know, like not well, cool even just like the way he stands there, like he's got he's always wearing a three piece suit, right? So he's got the vest on and you know the jacket, and he, and he keeps like tucking his, his thumbs vest. in the vest just. You know, so he looks like this little bird perched there. You know, it's just like <laughs> he never looks comfortable, which is just it's so perfect for that character. Yeah, it's good stuff. Hammer. Justin, Justin Hammer. Hammer. Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer. Yeah, John yeah. Fevreau's still around. Yeah. Basically playing the same. Yeah. Yeah. Gets to kick a little bit more ass this time. Well, yeah. It takes him a while, but he scene. gets there. Yeah. Well, Happy yeah. Hogan's is his, is his bodyguard, so mm-hmm. I guess he has to. Get at least one punch in. Yeah, and Gary Shandling also in oh, a brief man. role is pretty so, awesome. I mean, well, it was a kind of a long. Well, I mean, he, he's sequence, really only in like two scenes, though. Yeah, but time-wise, it wasn't it wasn't yeah. tiny. You know, it wasn't like a cameo. But yeah, that that was a surprise of the movie for me was how like I was getting angry at him. I was like, mm-hmm. God damn it! I want to punch you. And this is what's wrong with government, and I want to smash you in the <laughs> face. I hate you. <laughs> And I'm, I haven't really been a big fan of of him anyway, but uh, I I realized his his value as an actor because yeah. I really wanted to 
<laughs> I wanted to punch him in the dick. <laughs> so yeah. he did a good job. Yep. And then they, they, they wrapped that around nicely in the end. Oh, um, yeah. But... Uh, Com- uh, if we're talking about things that we liked or didn't like, I, I do have to point out the one scene I didn't really like at all. What's that? Um, the the party scene where they start the fight. Oh, where he's that didn't doing the drunk thing. That didn't play right at all. That yeah. really that really dipped into Spider Man three territory for me. Um not quite as bad, but it It was a little hokey. It was hokey and it it's just weird like how, how oddly that plays in the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm, and yeah. when in it didn't need to be played for laughs. I mean, because that was really supposed to be a, a tense moment. Mm-hmm. You know, we're you know we're at the apex of his shenanigans, and Rhodey, well, his best friend, can't take it anymore, and steals the suit and everything, and it's just it just comes off strangely. Yeah, and what seems yeah. really weird to me about that scene also is if anybody should be able to play pretend drunk, it would be Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> right, and he does the Maybe he, can he only does play real the drunk. movie overacting drunk thing. Yeah, you know, like real drunk people just don't. Well, some of them like, do, but I some. Mean, but it's always feels this, it always feels overdone. Yeah, it's Tony Stark. He's a professional drunk. Yeah, you know, he, I don't think he's going to be the guy that's going to be like swaying around in the Iron Man suit. Right. Yeah. He might be. You know, he might be yucking it up in the Iron Man suit. Yeah, but, and I mean, I don't have a problem yeah. with them making that as a, a quick joke kind of thing, but it just it went on too long. Yeah, you know, and yeah, when he keeps shoot, he keeps throwing things in the air and yeah. shooting them, and yeah. it's one of those cases where you're like. The people in the party wouldn't be like, "Oh yeah, this is awesome." They'd be like, "Oh Christ, he's drunk, and if he swing, you know, <laughs> and he's in a." It's like if the drunk guy starts waving around a nine at the party, you're like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting the fuck out of here." Right. It's kind of like your drunk Uncle Carl, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. When he's taking it too far, the times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but, but so yeah, that the way that one plays out, and then of course, you know, as soon as soon as Rhodey shows up and says, runs downstairs, gets a suit, and says, "Everybody out." Then everybody yeah. knows shit's about to go down. Yeah. Then suddenly Tony Stark's perfectly fine. Sobers up instantly. Yeah. It's the power of the arc reactor. Right. At any time, a man. So yeah, yeah, that scene does not play the way it needs to. No. It still leads to a pretty awesome fight where they yeah. I mean, like, the, the fight literally itself was, demolish his entire mansion. Yeah, the the fight itself was okay. I mean, it's just leading up to that and the, you know, basically requesting a soundtrack for it was just kind of all like, uh, that's just that's awkwardly I, not funny. I thought, you know, yeah. I actually thought that was that particular. Well, point. his, his was line cool. was pretty funny. Like, yeah. you know, can you give me an appropriate beat to kick my best friend's ass? I mean, that mm-hmm. was kind of funny, but just the the tone there just was a dramatic shift. Like I said, I mean, it was very Spider Man three feeling. Yeah. Where it's mm-hmm. like, why did you need to take the tone in that direction for something that's yeah. kind of important to the plot here? Yeah. But otherwise, well, uh, I mean, like I said, that was that was my that was my low point in the movie and. Other than that, I I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, a little love yeah. for Adam Goldstein. Pour out a little, you know, <laughs> for our dead homie. Okay, he was the DJ. Oh, in that yeah. scene. Oh, that's a that, that's DJ, a DJ, DJ guy. Yeah. yeah, he's Dade. Ah, so that was obviously filmed quite a while ago. Man suit. Okay. Yeah. Well, now we know what happened. <laughs> he was in the middle Yo. in the middle of a big Iron Man battle. He was actually standing behind the watermelon. Mm, he was the watermelon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, I fucking love the sound effects and that they use for the uh, for the Iron Man suit. Yeah. Like oh, I, I don't know what it is specifically about it, but they're just so great. You know, like when he shoots the little beam things from his palms. Repulsor plus. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
That works. That's the I'll way, fill that, in the nerdy vernacular. That sounds Wait, like what did you just say? That sounds Repulsor like something. Blast. Oh, okay. That sounds like something. But yeah, when he does the little repulsor blast, it's just an awesome sound. Mm-hmm. And I'm well. I like that they merchandised him. I mean, I like that that just oh, yeah. exists in that land. You know, in like, the movie, yeah. like the kids are running around with Iron Man helmets and little and when little he, glowy palm. Things. When he shows up, he's yeah. got the ironettes. Yeah, that's what they were. Called. I just kind of like that. I, I like is that what they were? Yeah, is that what it said in the credits? Yeah, yeah. Those were awesome. The dancing girls with the. I think it should have been Iron Girls, like Iron Man, yeah. Iron Girls, yeah. Iron Ironettes. Ironettes. Like sure, that works. Iron my shirt, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> but I do, I do like that they took like the commercialization of it in a, to a very realistic place. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, the and if someone with, with that the... much money and that much ego would like build a theme park to himself, yeah. basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then fly into ACDC cranking away behind yeah. him and. Well, that uh, that little Stark Pavilion or Stark Expo Center, I think. Mm-hmm. I think didn't his dad build that? The Stark Expo uh, Center. I think. Yeah, it's, I, I think, think it they said he did. Built. I mean, it looked like the World's Fair site. Yeah. And then you know, but That's a little obviously, bit of an I mean, they had reality. built like a whole friggin' yeah upgraded theme park around it. Was what it looked like. Yeah, I think it was mostly the same thing, but um, mm. but yeah, I think that had been around for a while. But yeah. You know, I can. You can totally see Tony Stark being like, "Fuck it, Iron Man masks, Iron Man mm-hmm. hand things," and is Iron it, Man the flamethrower? Yeah, <laughs> the kids will love Iron it. Man O's, mm-hmm. Iron O's. Um, actually, as we were walking up to the theater, there was a kid coming out that had the had the mask and little oh, really? hand thing on. Yeah, really? I didn't yeah. see that. Oh, that's awesome. That was before you guys got oh, there. Oh man! But yeah, a little kid coming came out and he was like. He ran and stopped and went. <laughs> that's it, awesome. Stuck his hand out, you know, and it was glowing. That was pretty sweet. See, that's awesome that we actually have technology that can allow that on the cheap now. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Like when we were little kids, you know, flashlights were yeah. a foot long. <laughs> it probably would have melted Six your hand D batteries. off. Six D batteries. Twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. yeah anyway. <laughs> You'd actually have to use like fireworks on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> May cause damage. Warning. Yeah, another casting choice that I really enjoyed was uh john slattery from Mad Men. oh yeah, yeah. as uh oh. as tony's dad and he does not look like him no that's because he doesn't have gray hair yeah and he's got this little mustache but it's like suddenly you realize who he is oh yeah i did the second i saw him because i've watched a well, lot of Mad Men. at first i saw him and recognized him i'm like where do i know that guy i know that oh. guy i know that guy and then it was like mm-hmm. the second time he showed up because he shows up in like uh archival footage obviously since right. he's dead yes dead spoilers yeah <laughs> uh oh yeah what? but uh i mean there's some good fight scenes there's there's a few lulls where it's kind of they get into oh lulls. tony tony's signing over the company to pepper to be the ceo and it gets a little bit slow there but it seems to move move on fairly quickly from it yeah, yeah. well i mean i think some of the I mean, you were saying you thought that some of the incidental humor wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah. But I found, here's what I found is I found like the incidental humor um, during the action parts and things where in the first one, the humor just seemed much more natural. Like like the scene where he's testing the Iron Man suit in the first one mm-hmm. and fucks up his cars and he's yeah. has, having the, the, the riff with the robot. Yeah. And that worked really well in the first one. Mm-hmm. And the things like that in this one were kind of bad. Yeah. Um but I found like the the incidental humor during the slow parts better. Like, like the desk stuff. Yeah, like the yeah. desk stuff. I mean like the little things about mm-hmm. the strawberries and the, the that perpetual motion thing and mm-hmm. just like the little like when you know, it, it seemed like the humor in the 
in the slow parts was better in this one to me. Mm-hmm. Just just my take. But yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what it was. Is like the humor in the in the action parts was much more awkward in this one. You yeah, know? and and I think that's what what made it so strong in the first one is that you know you're watching something that's exciting to watch and you're laughing at the same time and mm-hmm. and being wowed. But some of this just wasn't quite there in some some parts. If that makes any sense. Yeah, well, I mean, and there's just not anything that's just the cool, funny stuff like when he's dealing with the tank in the first one. Right. And he just kind of like shoots the thing and then just kind of walks away. Yeah. You know, and just kind of shrugs off getting shot at. And those well, there was one things. There was one cool guy who doesn't look at explosions. Oh, yeah. Is. I was thinking that. I was trying so hard <laughs> not to, not yeah. to like lean over and scream it at you. I know. Well, it's because I was already thinking it, so it wasn't necessary. Right. No talkie during the movie. Yeah. Would that be the Mickey Rourke part? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. During the race. Cool guys. Yeah. yeah, and the cars come flying past him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but God, you just, it's like, you know, I hate i hate to even compare it this way, but like after watching Arena on like whatever it was a couple nights ago, and then watching this, just thinking about like how far effects have come. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, just the stuff they do with the computers, you know, they had the, the Jarvis computer in the first one. And, right. And the heads-up display inside the helmet and those sorts of things, but just like... And his little his little touch screen see through gizmo that yeah. he's using at the Senate hearing. Just all these little incidental effects that you know you don't really yeah. think about, but you think, well, I guess we'd probably have technology for that in ten years that would look like that. Maybe, maybe if we're lucky. But right. you know, it's just it's and and the screens that are like glass screens <sighs> for his computer. You know, just little incidental cool effects like that yeah. that really sell that high tech. And then the little world. like the little touch pads on the glass. Oh yeah, on the glass I, wa- I want Tony Stark's UI in my house. I mean, that's yeah. all I gotta say is I want to, I want to make wild hand gestures and move stuff around. Well, yeah. I appreciate they made a few jokes with that too. Like early on, he wants to throw one, like he wants to throw away something he's been working on, right. and, and so then he suddenly just they grabs have like, it out of air. Yeah, and then he bundles it and he throws it behind him, and it has like a bullseye that yeah. he hits, mm-hmm. and then they, it gives him a point score or something. Oh, like Oh, I didn't that. see the point. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it was like it's, over the door. It was just like nice. he decided. Yeah, something. it's just in the background because he's so busy talking to Pepper that right. you might not notice it unless you see you were looking in the background uh, where he threw mm-hmm. it. Well, I but, saw yeah. him throw it, that and was I nice was touch. looking at the little the little bullseye thing. I just didn't see the score. You know, gave points. Nice. Yeah, there's just. Cool little side touches like that, yeah, that are good use of effects. Yeah. That I mean, even though they don't really, you don't need them there. But you know, it's it makes it more fun that, to right. know that they're there. When you you know when you fill out the details, it it makes it a more complete experience. Speaking of filling out, no. <laughs> I would fill out her details. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just of course Scarlet's there. up on the iPad. No, I, ha- I happened to click there right when you said that, those words. Mm-hmm. No, I just I was gonna say I, I I really enjoyed the Scarlett Johansson Black Widow character. I, I just think it was interesting. I mean, it's it's one of those unfortunate oh, yeah. it's one of those unfortunate things where you you know going in who she's cast as. So that whole let's be sneaky about her yeah. having an alter ego in the movie doesn't really work, unfortunately, because they they introduce her as just like some woman from legal from Stark Industries, and you know what does she go by? Natalie Natalie Rushman. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and so, but I mean, pretty, you know, they tip their hat pretty early on. I mean, the first time she's like one of the first times she's introduced, uh, she jumps in the boxing ring with, with a uh, happy, and you know, he says something like, you "Ever had any kind of boxing training?" And he like tries to take a punch at her, and she just like you know immediately takes him to the. To oh the yeah, she had turned around mm-hmm. and, yeah. <laughs> and he, he said, "Oh, something like always pay attention or yeah. never." But he, she just does this like flip move and takes him to the and, mat immediately. 
like thighs around the neck spin flying thing i'm very very i'm I'm very pleased and at the direction that these these movies are going i mean i i think since iron man uh you know the the coalescence towards the avengers has been Mm -hmm. very positive and good stuff i mean i liked the incredible hulk reboot a lot and you know and this is another solid addition you know we should see thor next year Mm -hmm. which you know from everyone involved looks like it's going to be very solid yeah and and of course since it's the spoil cast yeah stay through the credits yeah they stay through the credits and it's to, to me, it doesn't work as well as the first one because it doesn't no, it no. doesn't tie in as directly to the movie. Well, yeah. Plus, the first one, you know, it it was the hey, we're letting you know that we are working towards the Avengers, whereas mm-hmm. we weren't really sure before. You know, now we know, we've heard. Yeah, that's the ultimate goal. But this is you get a little teaser towards Thor at, at the end of the credits of this one, and I say little teaser because it's very minor. <laughs> Mueller. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilcast, fucking it's Mjolnir. Yes. Yeah, you get to see yeah, Thor's hammer. The hammer in a big crater in the middle of the desert. Uh, so to, to really spoil the entire movie, um, Iron Man wins in the end. Yes. And then he dies. Mm-hmm. It was a bold choice. It was a bold them. choice. Yes. To sure. just kill him off just like that. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, well, who's going to be Iron Man now? Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? But what they killed Actually, him off Actually, they're going to bring... Yeah. No, they're going to... Didn't you see at the end of the movie they brought Terrence Stamp back and he saved... Oh, Terrence Stamp? Yeah, Ter- they brought Terrence He's Stamp back. And Neil he before Zod. Yeah. yeah. God damn it, I always do that. <laughs> it was actually Malcolm McDowell. It was yeah. not yeah. Terrence Stamp. <laughs> yeah. They brought Terrence Stamp in. and yeah. No, they brought uh, Terrence Howard. God, I don't know why I always <laughs> do that. Terrence Howard just yelled at a high pitch and the armor just shattered and everyone died. Well, no, it saved, like, it saved Don Cheadle, though. And so they're going to be Iron Men hmm. in the third one. Men of Iron? Men of Iron. Iron Men, Men of Iron. Yeah. It's going to be... Yeah. I'm the Iron Man too. I'm also an Iron Man. It's time I'm, to kick some ass. I'm Iron Mike Titan. Man. <laughs> uh, okay. Like I, like I said in the beginning, there's things I think it does better than the original, but there's things it doesn't do as well. We kind of cover all the things it doesn't do as well, but I think the action in this one is better, and it's more varied. Because in the first mm-hmm. one, the problem is he doesn't really have an equal match until the very end when uh, he's fighting Jeff Bridges in the big giant suit yeah the iron dude and even then that one's not still a piece of shit compared to the yeah. real thing yeah it's kind of whereas this one they actually have you know real threats and yeah it's basically he's threatened because he's outnumbered right and one. and it seems like even though you know even though uh ivan built a pretty competent suit off of what uh oh god uh hammer had uh had given him to make something with mm-hmm. god that's an awkward sentence so even though he's got a pretty pretty good suit still seems like he everything else is kind of outmatched to iron yeah. man you know it's it's really everything else is second rate mm-hmm. but uh he seems to yeah, dispatch, just I as mean, yeah just as somebody reaches reaches iron man's equal he invents something that makes him better yeah you know it's kind of well like, he didn't really do much to make him better i mean his power output was higher i yeah. guess according to scar joe but um you know he's still dispatched him within like three minutes of him showing up yeah that that was both times that was kind of disappointing that the last fight was as short as it was once yeah. once vanko shows up yeah but i mean getting there was a whole lot of fun too mm-hmm. so yeah that that whole that whole final sequence is really oh yeah that's a like, lot of fun that's comic book uh you know nerd jism time right there right seeing some iron man and war machine dispatching robots 
Who yeah. doesn't love that kind of shit? That seemed to go pretty quick too, though. Yeah, but it was still a hell of a lot of fun. And then yeah. the uh, the little laser gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you open with that? <laughs> it was only one shot. That was pretty cool. Should have saved it. Mm-hmm. That was a spoiler, by the way. He uses a red laser. <laughs> uses a red laser thing Pew-pew! to chop all the robots in half. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, oh, you know something else we didn't mention? Captain, Captain America's shield. Oh yeah. Kind yeah. of a throwaway Why? thing, but. It was kind of funny. Why was that in there? Uh, because they, somebody made a big deal about... I think it, it was kind of a joke to people that look a little too hard like me. That uh, apparently in the background of one of uh, Tony's uh, laboratories in the first one, you could see it like in like two frames as the camera moved over. Like he had you know, schematics of Iron Man's shield sitting there or something. Or Captain America's shield sitting there. So I think they just did this as uh. like a... Look at this. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. to try, you know, kind of joke. Well, yeah, and the shield agent sits there and goes, what is this doing here? Yeah. Uh, and then the shield he, agent picked up the shield. Yeah. And then he used it as a, basically a... A shunt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is that uh, what a shunt is? No, it no, was more of a wedge, not a stent. It was a... What? Shim. A shim. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Whatever you guys say. These are technical terms. Yeah, I'm not good on the tech terms. Well, I also thought that um, they were going to go for the, the the element that he made up. They never put a name to it. Thank God. No, no, no. I, 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 guess I kind of thought... Unobtainium. No, not a, No, I thought it was going to be vibranium, which... Uh, it I, probably will be. What? Yeah. What is well, vibranium? All right, vibranium and adamantium are like the two strongest metals in the Marvel Universe. Uh, adamantium being what's in Wolverine's skeleton right. and and vibranium being uh <sighs> pretty, pretty want, strong how, how dirty do you want me to go Not, should i stop yeah just okay give me some general it, relevance it um, can't be broken because it, it does not conduct vibration right that's why it's uh, called that so it's not so much that it's hard it's that it's almost like the willow tree of metals uh, <laughs> it bends hmm. so yeah okay. and so uh, captain america's shield is made of like adamantium and vibranium Ah, and I thought well, good that, for him. That's what what they were going for is. It really wouldn't have fit in uh, true comics myth- mythology before any fanboys start calling me out. I know why that wouldn't have worked because it had already been invented by somebody <sighs> else. And You're all gonna that make crap. me go No, the, because it's only supposed to exist on one place on Earth, and that's in Wakanda, where the Black Panthers from, and that's why they have so much power that they have in that place. Are they okay. making a Black Panther movie? <sighs> yeah, but Tony Stark. I'm sorry for breaking up your Black Panther movie. Yeah. No, are they Tony making Stark? one? I don't know if they're making one. Terrence Howard, Black <laughs> Panther? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Terrence Howard. Get out of my country. But it's actually not even from this or from this world. It's from... Never mind. I'm going to stop now. Yeah, you need to. You've lost even me. So anyway, this movie definitely worth full price. Yes. So I'm going to say, oh, yeah. worth seeing on a big screen. Yeah, if you haven't seen worth it, Worth seeing on see an IMAX that. screen. If you have it, yes, go see it there. Yeah. If you like the first one, you will... There's a 99% chance you will like this one. If you didn't like the first one, well, then probably won't like this one either. Yeah. I'd say it's like second to, not, but if, not only in, in, in sequence, but uh, you know, in, in terms of goodness, I still think the first one is a much better movie, but this one's pretty damn close. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a lot better, but it it's that little bit better. Yeah. I just yeah, think I mean, the it, story was a little tighter written in the first one, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, well, this one this one, had, this this one also one got is, a Dark Knights to Batman Begins it though. I hate to bring the comparison, but like I said, to me, 
you know, the first one is a more solid movie. This one probably ups the ante on the action and stuff. Yeah. Well, well, there's just more going on. Yeah. yeah. More action, more going on. And and more and more and more characters, more characters to juggle, really. Oh yeah, definitely. I think they did that pretty well. I mean, bringing that many characters and keep them all pretty relatively mm-hmm. cohesive. But yeah, definitely definitely a good movie. If if you've seen the first one, you know what you're getting. Yep. You will know whether you want more of that. And if you don't, I don't understand you. Mm-mm. Banish you're, yourself you're, from the earth. You're weird. Strap your ass to a rocket. Go somewhere else. Yeah. I agree. Right. Okay, let's wrap this puppy. <laughs> yes. We're let's. the Bathcast. Here each and every week, except for one a month. Yes, thanks for listening to our Spoilcast third edition uh, Robots Explosions. Yeah, if you disagree with us, send us you an say, email or call us. Or you want to tell us something we missed, forgot to point out that you thought was awesome about this movie, let us know. Yes, you can catch us on the Twitters at uh, twitter.com slash bmfcast or at bmfcast if you prefer that way. Catch us on facebook.com slash bmfcast on iTunes, Bad Movie Fiends Podcast or bmfcast.com or you can also email us to bmf at bmfcast.com if you like doing the old email sort of thing. It's kind of clunky. But but know, there is there an is even better way to get a hold of us. The best way to get a hold of us, 9105-JOCKS-BMF. That's phone hotline. number. That's the BAMFCAST hotline. Talk to us on the Garfield phone. Leave us a message. We want to hear from you. Yep. Duh. Yes. But yeah, Iron Man 2, definitely getting the thumbs up from all of us. Yes. Thumbs way up. Get all your right. ass to Iron Man 2. All Indeed. Right. Well, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the beach. And this is the Bamfcast Spoilcast out. Dos Vidanos. See ya. Don't get any onions. I'm <laughs>